0: The Alpha Sessions.
1: So this is the Alpha Sessions. I'm Alan and with me now in the studio, I'm very pleased to be joined by Emma Withers.
0: Hello. Welcome to Radio Broccoli. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, thanks for coming down. Now, I should say that as we're recording this, um, just two days ago, I actually bumped into you at Waterloo yes, Station did. doing yes. some busking yep. there. Um, and um, you do a lot of busking, don't you? Is it, is it something yes. you love doing?
0: I love doing it and it's a good way to earn money, obviously. Um it, it can get pretty crazy. I've had a lot of, do I use the word nutters? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of weird people. I think because you're static, you kind of attract <laughs> lo- lovely people and absolute crazy people, um, but it's all part and parcel. But I think it's um, definitely gave me a thicker skin. Because I think if you can be a busker on the streets of London, I think you can pretty much play anywhere and be and hold your own. So, what so, yeah. sort of
1: experiences have you had then? I mean, I, I'm oh, sure there have well. been a lot of positive and negative ones, but yeah. tell us about some of the experiences you've had.
0: Um, so, positive is. Normally, just people coming up to you saying, oh, you're amazing, are you selling any CDs? Like, you give them a CD, they go home, they listen to it, and then you talk after. Like, I have people that I still speak to regularly who saw me busking, like, months ago, and now they come to gigs. So it's a really good way to just get out there. Negative, yeah, it can get, I don't think I can say, like, some of the stuff on here, but, yeah, people can get aggressive. But I think you just have to kind of, you know, know how to deal with it and, you know,
1: I can't see how people can get aggressive. It's crazy how, I it mean... It is crazy. They're, you're, they're getting free entertainment at the station. Yeah. Some people do have a massive
0: that? problem with it, or they or, or they have their own issues anyway. It's it, You have to think of, of it as kind of like, it's more of a them problem yeah. than a me problem. Yeah. And that, and that's why I kind of just like, if I get any anything like that, I just kind of smile while I'm playing. Because so, I feel that annoys them more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> when did you start getting into busking then?
0: So, um... Officially, with busk in London, it was February, so that's when you can do the stations and everything like that, um, because that's the main place I do busk. Um, I have a Camden license as well, so I've done that a few times. Um, Since February, really, it's like, um, kind of snowballed into me you know, going to different parts of London, just put my stuff down, setting up and singing. Um, yeah.
1: Um And where are some of your pl- favourite places to busk at or the places you've done so far?
0: So it it can obviously change. Like you can be having such a bad day, like, oh my God, I'm not earning anything. And then someone walks past and gives you like, I had a guy give me a $100 bill. Wow. And then he kind of just like, I got really emotional because I had like a really bad day and I was like oh my god I'm not getting anywhere and this guy came up to me and gave me a hundred dollars and I was like oh my god you don't have to do that so I've, I've forgotten the initial question I'm no, just tangent I'm just tangent in terms favourite places where oh favourite places yeah. okay um so Euston is a good one Waterloo's a good one Camden is it interesting right yeah um <laughs> in what way in in just it's it's just so much more eclect- eclectic um and you just get different sorts of people there you have some in, really inter- interesting conversations with people um so yeah it's 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 kind of a mixed bag but that's kind of what's good about it
1: in terms of good places like mm-hmm. Waterloo, Euston that people have mentioned. Um, what makes it good is it that you've got a captive audience or purely that you earn more, more there?
0: Yeah, predominantly it's the money, yeah. but um, you do get crowds. Euston, um, Houston Euston. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you
1: haven't played there yet. Yeah, no, not yet. Yeah. Um, you,
0: you tend to get, um, I don't know if it's just something about like people coming into London for like day trips and they're in a good mood, but you tend to get quite a, a good crowd there and Waterloo waterloo um just because it's waterloo i think
1: yeah so yeah and are there certain times of day that are you know are people more sort of friendly in the evenings than in the mornings or is it no no, to
0: it? no not i i haven't really found a pattern to it um except for london bridge that's better at night i think um and uh, along the river if you're going to do like the tape um i don't have a south bank license but that i think that's a bit better money yeah. at night
1: but yeah. It's such a big thing now busking isn't yeah. it? There's a big circuit of musicians that Absolutely. are working the busking scene. So have you have you built up quite a network now with other musicians?
0: Yeah, I think you just do um obviously I've done a few um gigs through Busking London as well and they obviously hire buskers um to perform so you meet people that way. And I think it's a do you know what? Everyone's lovely, and everyone just wants to help. Eat. Everyone wants to help the other one, so it's it's just a really great um, little network of people. So yeah. It's good.
1: And for anyone sort of starting out, I mean, you told me before this interview that you've only fairly recently sort of given up full time work to do this full time. So, for anyone trying to Mm -hmm. start out on that journey Mm -hmm. and maybe using busking as their thing, what advice would you give to those people?
0: I would literally just say, stop thinking about it and just do it because there's no right time. There wasn't a right time for me. And it's scary because obviously, being salaried like I was, you know that if you're like dipping one month, you're just like, oh, it doesn't matter, I'll get paid again next month. But with with busking and gigging as well it's like wow I don't know when my next gig's coming from I don't know how much I'm going to get paid when I busk but it it, it, all, it all comes full circle it all works out in the end yeah
1: and what's the most unusual thing would you say that's happened to you since you've been busking anything that stands out in particular uh, or any particular presents that people have given you whilst you've been busking
0: presents it's normally I normally just get beer oh, which really? is just cool because I like beer yeah. you know um
1: not necessarily while are basking. No, 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 maybe after.
0: Um <laughs> but it's it's I had this really cra- I had this crazy guy um in Clapham Junction and um, I had to This is a negative thing. I don't really like talking about negatives, but it was so surreal. Yeah. It was just, "Oh my god, what is wrong with you?" He started screaming at me. Um pulling faces at me. Other members of the public had to like restrain him. One guy was like keeping him back from me for like a good 20 minutes. He kept trying to keep coming up. And it was just, it was insane. Cause you kind of don't know how to react to those things. It's like, do I get mad? Do I laugh? Like this is just weird. Um, But that's probably the most surreal moment I've had busking. But luckily it was only that once.
1: Have you ever had people sort of try and join in with you? What, yeah, yeah, what yeah, I've then? had a
0: few. I've had a few musicians actually who were like, can I just jam with you? And I'm like, of course. Like I had this guy with an acoustic guitar and he was insanely good. So I was like, absolutely. If you can get me more money, then absolutely join in. <laughs> um, there's a, there's also people who think, who who try and pay you to, you know, have a go, which I I personally don't really like, because it's my, you know, it's my stuff. and It's my yeah. guitar and stuff. Um and if I said yes to one person, I think I'd just be constantly, like, off focus. So I've just... I'm too nice sometimes. So I would just set a, a rule for myself that, you know, I just say no to everyone yeah. and just get on with what I'm doing. Yeah.
2: And I'm not traipsing by you started my heart when I was strolling and blind. And won't you linger in my, 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 and I'll service your soul. Speak to me, I am not a child who will beguile. I will be kind and I'll fight till you know. And as the bullet fires, my mindless love explodes. My body yearns to be one. See the water shimmer, shine, shine by the river. We burnt our shelter down, send our electric beams high never wake to a shiver shot, shun, shun by the river oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, oh, oh. see the water shimmer shot, shot I found a calm store that I sit in the eye with forever long longing Won't you linger in my mind? And I'll service your soul. And speak to me, I am not a child who will beguile, I will be kind, and I'll fight till you know. And as the bullet fires, my mind as a love explodes, my body wants you be warm. See the water shimmer, shine, shine, shine by the river. We burnt our shelter down, send our electric beams high. Never wake to a shiver, shine, shine, shine by the river. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, oh. See the water shimmer, shine. Writing love notes on a broken time writer But will you, will you love me in December As you do in May? My mindless love explodes, my body unsue See the water shimmer, shine, shine, shine by the river. Oh, yeah, yeah. Built our electric beams, I never wake to a shiver. Shine, shine, shine by the river. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. See the water shimmer, shine, shine, shine by the river.
0: The Alpha Sessions. Um, okay,
1: so let's take you back. Let's talk about how it all started for you then. Cool. What, what what stage did you decide you wanted to take up music as a thing?
0: So I'd always been, like, I'm from quite a musical background. My dad was a musician. He was in a band in the 80s. He's a guitarist and he can sing. So I get it from him, even though he's really shy about it. Like, he won't sing in front of me. Um, Is he
1: still in the band or...?
0: I I think he does but he does more like production things now and I am like looking to work with him at like one point because he sent me something over the other day and I was like oh my god you didn't even tell me you could do this Um, whereas I'm more like I shout about what I can do and he doesn't Um, but yeah it kind of came from that I think I always had it in me and then Um, as a kid I'd just like rifle through my dad's CD collections and a lot of the stuff I listened to when I was a kid was so not what was out at the time I was a bit my first obsession was adamant like I was absolutely obsessed with him I'd ask for like memorabilia for Christmas and this was like you know, just starting secondary school, and I didn't tell anyone I went to school with because I just used to pretend to like like Eminem. Like I do like Eminem, yeah. but like I really love Dada Man. So you didn't go to yeah. school with a
1: white stripe. I did If I could have got away with it, I would. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So it just started from there. Um, I sang in a school assembly. And then everyone was up to my mom, oh, why didn't you get a singing lessons? Then I went to singing lessons and I'm classically trained. Um, and then, yeah, from there, I just kind of found my own niche in my own way. And then I just started songwriting and I really liked that aspect of it. Um, and, yeah, just from there, really. So,
1: I mean, yeah. did you always love that performance aspect of it when you were performing in assemblies and stuff? Yeah. You you yeah, got yeah, a buzz yeah. out of doing it? Yeah,
0: that. absolutely. Yeah. I think I was quite um, a flamboyant child. Like, I liked, you know, I did dance, um, drama, any, any performance I really loved. Um, but I wasn't, like, the most confident kid. I was quite shy. And no one could believe it when I, like, got on stage and they were like, oh, my God, she comes alive. And it was, like, a different person. But I think it was my kind of... I don't know, exp- way of expression.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And you grew up near Birmingham, didn't you? I, yeah, in, yeah, yeah,
0: on the outskirts, yeah.
1: So what made you and perhaps your family all want to relocate to London?
0: Well, it was just me. Um, so I relocated to London because I, I just loved the city. And to pursue music, I think the opportunities here are, like, un- unrivaled. Like, you can do so much. There's so many venues Um the busking they do have busking scenes elsewhere in the country, but I think it's more of a like a grounded thing here. Like there's a you know, Busk in London is a set up organisation especially for it and yeah, um the opportunity. Mm.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. And um how did you first get into songwriting? And then you touched on the fact you did it at some quite yeah. f- an early age. But um mm. what what was the process for you in starting with that?
0: So I just kind of started dabbling and my dad kind of pushed me into doing it. Um, So I started like writing songs on the keyboard. Um, I went to uni and did music, so I was doing it there. But that was kind of, when I was at uni, it was kind of more focused on the classical singing aspect of it. And I kind of think when I left uni, I really did hit my niche of, you know, finding out who I am as a songwriter and developing that more. because I would say it's an equal love for me now songwriting to performing like I could easily live a happy life songwriting for people
1: Really Yeah yeah, yeah and absolutely. have you actually written songs for other people as well
0: No I'm in talks with um doing some of that and I would love to go further with that um but obviously being so busy all the time at the moment you know trying to earn money get gigs um for myself so I think it will come in time Yeah but-
1: and what's the songwriting process for you? Do you do you sort of sit at the piano and start with a melody and then add uh, lyrics, or it's, is there an order? Do you
0: know what there there isn't an order at all? It's just kind of like sometimes I'll sit myself down and go, I'm going to write a song, and then I'll do it that way. But I think the best way you ever write a song is when you have something just switch in your head and you have to pick up the guitar and you just like go with it but I have a rule now that I, I always finish a song I write because I think it's such a, like a habit that a lot of musicians get into is not finishing things and then you listen back to old voice notes and stuff and it's like god that's such a good like why did I not go further with that so to avoid that annoyance I just complete everything I do now
1: Interesting but there are yeah. presumably times where you get halfway through and you just think I don't know where i'm going with this
0: yeah but i think i kind of put that on the back burner and then eventually something will happen right. but I, I i kind of i'm not naturally that organized so i i come up with little systems of how to like remember what i've done but if it's just completely rubbish i'll just scrap it yeah. like there and then
1: and you say you're classically trained have you experimented yes. with different styles of music sort of before Absolutely. releasing this ep
0: yeah, I I've kind I've been in bands before. Um I was in a band and it was quite like heavy like we used to get compared to Led Zeppelin quite a bit, which oh, wow. was amazing. Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but it was good for me to hear that because Robert Plant's just like incredible so um I've done like rock based stuff like folky stuff like I'm not really a straight down the line person in terms of it has to sound like this I want to kind of go between the lines of genres and if someone does something with one of my songs that takes a different turn that I didn't expect and it sounds good then I'm more I'm yeah I'm like yeah let's let's go with that let's yeah, let's see where this goes.
1: So even now you're quite flexible in sort of changing Absolutely. different genres for yourself.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think it makes it so, more intre- so much more interesting as a musician to be like that rather than like, you know, I am this genre and mm. this is what I do. I think that's the beauty of music and that you can be that creative and have no boundaries.
1: I I read on one of the websites, actually, that you've been compared to artists like Sia. Yes. Um, and I sort of particularly thought Florence as well, actually. I, I've heard uh, that a few yeah, times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. how do you feel about those sort of comparisons?
0: I, I, I welcome any comparisons. Um,
1: Does it put extra pressure there on in some ways or not really?
0: I I, I don't really... Not that I don't value it, but it's just like people, it's just interesting to hear individuals' opinions because um, it is that, it's just opinions and it's just not set in stone. So it's just interesting to hear what people, different people think, like, especially like with music as well, what they get from your song. It's like, I didn't write it about that, but, but that's, that's yeah. completely cool that you think that. Um Yeah, so I just find it really interesting. It doesn't, like, make me think, oh, my God, I've got to sound like Sia all the time now. Like, no.
1: But are there particular artists that you would say have inspired you that you've listened to a lot?
0: Absolutely, like obviously a lot of old stuff. Adamant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's faded a bit now. but um, like, That's classic stuff,
1: I love yeah, a bit of Adamant. That, amazing,
0: yeah. amazing. Um,
1: I should have got you to do a cover of Prince Charming. So.
0: Oh, you should have, yeah. I should have told you prior. <laughs> <laughs> so like T-Rex, like loads of old rock bands, David Bowie of course, Kate Bush is like a massive influence on me. When I used to, I used to watch, she did like um, a show in the eighties and I I don't know where I got it from, um, but I used to watch it like relentlessly in my room and I just used to watch her and she was the first artist, especially being a female as well. I know there's female artists that, you know, have been quite progressive and creative, but she was the first one that I thought, oh my God, Mm. look at what she's doing. No other like female artist at the time was doing anything that kind of some people think it's wacky, or I know it's an acquired taste, but it, to me, just, <clears throat> it kind of just blew the doors wide open, it really did yeah. make me see what was possible. Yeah. So she's a massive influence, and a lot of modern artists now, like Lana Del Rey, Bournes as well is someone I really love, and if no one's listened to him, go and listen to him, he's a genius.
1: So, wow. Yeah. So quite a range of stuff yeah. then. Certainly you like your 80s by the sound of yeah, it, but yeah, a lot yeah. of current acts out there as well. Yeah. Um, now we had a question sent in from, uh, I believe, a friend of yours, yeah. herself, think... an amazing musician, actually, Amy Weir, Absolutely. who asked the question, what's the favourite mm. lyric you've written?
0: Oh, do you know what? I was? I, I looked at that this morning and I was like going through and I was like, I can't like pick one, but I'm going to narrow it down because I write so many lyrics and I've got so many songs so do stay tuned for that, because there's more things coming than just my EP. But um, <laughs> from my EP, I would say it's a lyric in Ride or Die, and it's Find the Key and I'll Be Your Bohemian Bride, just because I think it sounds really good as like a tagline or something. Yeah. Um, and all my lyrics are kind of metaphorical and double meanings and yeah, I don't really have, but yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. I'll That's go with that one. That's a great lyric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Dress in the clear-cut moonlight, is she a deceiver? Noises fall in still of twilight, silence is a fever. Take a way through the dirty river, don't you feel cleaner? bold love makes a girl feel leaner. Infatuation doesn't come fresh, it's illusion at best. It's a figure in a red, high dress. So, ride or die, sing your lines. Find the key, and I'll be all bohemian, bright, hide or fight. Tell me lies. You don't need to speak for me to read your true mind. As you'll see, we're not merely dreaming. I hope you. Shy to ride or die, be mine, be mine. Oh 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 oh, oh, oh. oh now run fast through the den of Eden, the gates wide open. Cling to me, all demons are floating on the surface. Turn off the light or turn on me, whatever makes you feel good. Empty and new, heaven knows what I could do to you, boy. So ride or die, sing your lines. Find the key and I'll be your Bohemian bride. Don't need to speak for me to read your true mind. As you'll see, when I'm merely dreaming. I hoping you not a little too shy to ride or die. Be mine, be mine. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. Whoa. Now, did you sell your soul to the or gamble it away. Did you go cheap darling bargaining? No price was paid. So to the devil, I'll gamble it away. No 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 finally we burn in the flame sweet light, intoxicating you tonight. So ride or die sing your Find the key and I'll be on my way, be right yeah, Hide or fight, tell me lies You don't need to speak for me to read your true mind As you'll see, we're not merely dreaming Hoping out a little too, shine, to ride or die Be mine, be mine Sessions,
1: so let's talk about collaborations. So, if you could actually perform mm-hmm. in a dream world, let's okay. create this you know, dream scenario where you could collaborate with any artist, yeah, dead or alive. Mm, who, I like that who would it be? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably Freddie,
0: Freddie Mercury. yeah, like he's just absolutely, oh, I, I don't know, I don't know what to say, like he's just an icon, isn't he? Um, and he was just like one of a kind. Someone who is alive, though, that I'd work with is Bournes. Yeah.
1: Right, yeah. okay, well. Yeah. So let's say you were going to do this dream gig with Freddie or yeah. Bournes. Where would be the dream place to play?
0: Do you know what? This might sound really, like, stupid, but I would honestly love to just do a small venue, like a li- just to see how it would work in that kind of- I wouldn't want, like, do an arena or anything. Maybe just, like, a little... Back street room in a dive bar or something like that, just to kind of see how he he would work in yeah. that situation. And I know he did like things like that when he was coming up, but it would just be really because I think it's more intimate.
1: And and that leads us on nicely to gigs. Actually, I yeah. mean, obviously we've talked a lot about busking, but you do a lot of other gigging and stuff yeah. as well. So what makes a great gig venue for you?
0: i think It, it can literally be anything. um it, It's mainly you feed off the audience, so the reception of the audience they don't necessarily have to come up to you and tell you you were amazing after or... But you can just kind of see when someone's feeling what you're doing. Or if I do a pub gig and someone like stands at the door and then walks in and you know, that gives me a really great feeling. People joining in, you know, having a bit of chat with people whilst you're on stage. Yeah, so I like things like that. So
1: you prefer perhaps the more intimate gigs rather than sort of the larger ones? Yes, yeah. I
0: think so, yeah
1: yeah. 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 And I've seen on YouTube, check it out on YouTube if you haven't already, but um, there's some where a lot of people have been joining in with you. So yeah, it must be quite yeah. fun doing some absolutely. of the covers and stuff where you can get everyone involved.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I do have my go-tos that I know just people will just love. So What's Going On by Four Non Blondes, um, You Somebody by Kings of Leon... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stand and deliver.
0: Stand and deliver could, could do that one possibly you? a new one. There you one. go. Yeah. It would be a shocker. I don't think anyone would be expecting that one. No.
1: I don't think I've heard a cover version of that. There you go. That will be a challenge. If that comes on YouTube, you heard it here Absolutely. first. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um so going back to this dream gig then. So yeah. let's let's give you another scenario now with a dream rider. So if you could choose any sort of dream oh, thing God. to be brought to you before or after your gig. Um, and we've had anything from micro goats to ridiculous amounts of chocolate.
0: Micro goats. Yeah, wow.
1: I mean, yeah, someone's really thought that through.
0: Right. Okay. So. I'm going to say puppies because I love puppies. dogs. I'm a massive dog. Actually, more specifically, mini schnauzers. Oh well. If I could just have like a bushel of them. <laughs> yeah, that would that okay. would set me. I think that would set me up perfectly. Yeah. Actually, I don't, en- ne- I don't need anything. Do you else. have dogs? Eh? No. I live in, it's too small where I live, okay. it's too cruel. Yeah. I would love one, though.
1: Okay, Surrounded by Puppies, that sounds yes. good. Yes. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So let's talk about the latest EP then, cool. Ride or Die. Mm-hmm. We played a couple of tracks from that today. So tell us a bit about how the EP came together.
0: Um, so the first song I wrote for that was Shot by the River um and i kind of had these like three tracks and i went up to so my mantra was actually one i swapped over last minute um but it was actually the producer's favorite one and i was like oh that's a that's a turn up then um so i went up there and then it was just kind of amazing how he collated these songs which i thought were so different and he there was kind of like a theme to them like kind of like a stadium arena kind of sound and it was just really, really cool the way you did it. So yeah, the process was so easy. Like obviously when you go somewhere and you don't know the person, you don't know the producer, you don't know how they work, you don't know what's gonna happen. You're mm. like, this could be a nightmare or like paradise. Um, so you didn't have
1: a producer in mind when you created this then?
0: Absolutely not, no. Um a friend recommended him to me and I listened to some of um the stuff he'd done before and I was like, okay, Okay, but I think mine sounds... I know everyone sounds different, but I I wasn't expecting what happened, but I'm so... I, I'm literally blown away with what he did. That's
1: interesting. So in your mind, the final version is turned out to be very different from what you absolutely, thought it was going to be.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And that goes back to, the, you know, just going with the process, I think, and being creative and just kind of finding a flow in the moment and not just thinking, well, I thought it would sound like this, so it needs to sound like this. It kind of... It just flowed. and he was so easy to work with. He was just amazing. Um, I literally can't say anything wrong about what you did. It just kind of flowed. There wasn't really that much that I had to, you know, say, oh, maybe not that. Um, Yeah, it was just really good. Really good.
1: And do you have, like, a band that come round with you sort of on tour or, you know, that perform with you at gigs as well?
0: I'm in the process of looking for a band because I do think that my music needs that... um, it, it just needs it. Um, at the moment, I'm performing acoustically and I ha- I've had some rehearsals with a cajon player. We've got I've got a gig on Monday at the half moon in Putney, which I'm doing a like kind of a three piece, but I do want to expand it
1: okay yes. brilliant. so if there's anyone out there listening you know yeah i've already got media. a
0: basis it's so annoying because I, I feel bad so bad turning people down but i got like a load of bassists, yeah. and i was like oh where's <laughs> all the other people like I've al- i'm sorry i've already got one but yeah
1: yeah okay no cool. basis no <laughs> basis no done <laughs> basis need not apply yeah um <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the tracks on the ep yeah. um, shot by the river yes tell us about that particular song
0: so yeah, as I said first, when I written for the EP, and it's kind of about the rec. The whole theme of the EP has kind of a theme which I didn't really pull together until I started analysing it after. It's like a theme of like reckless abandon and freedom. So I think with shot by the river, there's kind of a sense of like the wild abandon that you feel when you're in love, and how you kind of feel indestructible. But then in the bridge, it's kind of like typical me, like second guessing it, like, oh my God, this could all crumble, this is kind of dangerous. Um, so it's got that kind of theme. Mm.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, Ride or Die mm-hmm. is another track from yes. there as well. Tell us about that one.
0: Yeah, so I think this is that's more like of a sultry track. It's like a tongue in cheek um, kind of take on love. Um, so different from like the sincerity of Shot by the River. Um, yeah it's it's kind of more like about a woman like toying with someone but kind of it's kind of empowering as well because i think i envisioned like a woman being so self-assured that anything could happen and it really wouldn't bother her Mm. um yeah
1: how many of these songs do you write from personal experiences or do you create sort of stories in your mind about characters and stuff
0: so basically, what I'd say, especially with ride or die, is it is based on me, but it's kind of like an exaggeration of me, which I do sometimes because I just think it's a bit more interesting than like oh, I was in Sainsbury's and this, you know, no one yeah. wants to hear that. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I could do a
1: song about Sainsbury's. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe see what you know, yeah. see how far I can, <laughs> see how interesting I can make that yeah, in exactly. the jam. Oil. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just kind of like to. Yeah, push where I can go with those kind of things. So.
1: And one other track you did for us today, "Starting Wars." Yeah, yeah. Talk to so, us about that? So
0: that's one I just literally thought I'm gonna do that one. Um, it's it's a new song. Um, I'm not doing anything with it at the moment. I do want to release it eventually, but for that one, I do want it to be very stripped back. Um, so yeah, that that's basic. I, that is the quickest song I've ever written. I I wrote that literally, I think it was in like seven to 10 minutes. Wow. But I really loved that one. And I was like, oh, amazing. Sometimes
1: the best ideas just come out of Absolutely.
0: And yeah. I really liked that song. So yeah. I was just like, oh, amazing. Easy, easy work.
1: Seven to ten minutes, that is impressive, wow. Oh, thank you. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I'm not making it up, it happened.
1: That is is a great day's work, isn't it? (laughs) It is.
0: It's like I can take the day off now. Yeah, exactly.
1: So what have you got coming up then? Have you got more sort of EPs and releases planned?
0: I'm actually working on a project at the moment with an amazing guy, and we're collaborating. Um, Some of the songs are mine, and some we've kind of co-written. And yeah, I'm actually doing a session with him on Sunday, so I'm going to be filming a bit of you know what we do together just to kind of tease a bit. Um, but yeah, i'm I'm super excited about it because we work really well together, and the the tracks we've come up with so like we know what tracks we're going to do, and i'm I really like them, and I think they're going to do well.
1: Wow, sounds like an exciting project, yes. and maybe we'll hear that maybe early next year. Yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. Great.
1: Well, we look forward to hearing a lot more. If people want to find out more about you, yeah. where can they go?
0: They can go to my social medias. So it's at Emma Withers UK. Um, yeah, that's the main. Yeah, that's the main source nowadays. Yeah, yeah, give me a message, get in touch. I'm always happy to talk to people, and I do always answer. So yeah.
1: That's, that's so. That's a lot of pressure, though, isn't it? Trying to get back to everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I do always try. I yeah. do. Well, you know what? I always do. I don't think there's anyone I've ever left out. It's kind of like my side job. I'm like yeah. just answering. Not that I'm not that in demand. I'm not like
1: being that <laughs> arrogant about it, but well, I do. Give it a couple of months. Yeah, so. yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> Let's Brilliant.
1: See. Well, make sure you check that on social media. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming no down.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
2: When you're starting wars, starting was starting was Us now, sweetheart, you killing us. Here. When you start. again and You stop!